Another pre-record. Uh, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. I, I really need the applause today. I really need the applause because, like I said, this is a pre-recorded episode today. I know, I know. I, I You know, it's like if I don't have the live audience to interact with, I need some sort of uh, an applause or something to get me going. All right, so if any for everyone listening right now, obviously, like I just said, it's a pre-record. So if you're listening on Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever the hell you're listening... Make sure you follow the Frankie D show on those platforms. Uh, you know, keep listening to the episodes on them. I appreciate it. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D show on Instagram and Twitter. This honestly, I might try. I think I know. I think I kind of fixed the problem last week. For everyone that listened, it was supposed to be a live episode. Something happened, and people couldn't hear me on the YouTube stream. I have no clue what happened. Uh, I think I fixed it, but I wasn't sure. So I didn't want something like that to happen again. So I was like, you know, I'll just have to test it out another time. But so, you know, so I was just like, we'll just do a pre-record again. I don't know for if you YouTube listeners went over to the recorded uh, episode, but the episode did get a little bit more listens this week than usual. So if any of you YouTube listeners came over, uh, thank you very much. I this honestly might be the norm like I said the other week. I might have to switch uh these the podcast up to a pre-recorded podcast because I feel live should be same uh day, same time every week, you know, it's people get used to you being live at a certain time and day. And with my schedule changing, I just don't know if I could do that. So I'd rather be able to record the episode anytime and at least be able to get an episode out every week. Rather than if I can't make a certain day and time, then, oh, I just don't do it. Or that I do it at a different day and time and people are like, you're on at different days and different times. So, whatever. Sorry for you people that like to listen live. It seems like, like I've said before, a lot of you people like to listen to the pre-record better. Anyway, so I will make sure to at least stick with that. There will definitely, the Frankie D show will definitely keep going. Now, I'm not just going to, Stop it just because I can't do live. That'd be stupid. Alrighty. Well, I'm just going to jump right into uh, the show then. I, I'm i sorry for my uh, lack, I guess, of topics. Today I got some stuff to talk about, but I, I do feel like um was a little rushed. See, again, schedule changing. little rushed. Put some shit together. Not too much, but uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy. You know, I don't even know why I bother telling you that because I have shit to talk about anyway. So you, you, you guys could decide for, for yourselves if uh, you think it's enough or not enough. Anyway, let's just get into this fucking into this fucking show. All right, this isn't really a topic, but I did see this before I came on, and I don't know if I'm necessarily surprised, but most of you people probably don't even know who this chick is. But I had seen her years ago. Um. I think on the Opie show on YouTube. I don't think it was Opie and Anthony anymore. I think it was just the Opie show. 
It's this model named Nina Agdahl. It's funny. I said, when I see this article before, it says Leonardo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend. And I think Christy Brinkley, her son dated this chick. So it's like, oh, we, we, like he's not famous, famous enough to mention him. It's like we're just going to mention what's his fa- Leonardo DiCaprio. It's funny. To me, to me it, like I know he's one of the biggest actors there is, Leonardo DiCaprio. But like I just said, what's his name? Like, I don't give a fuck about that guy, really. Like, I know he was in Titanic and shit. And he's been in a bunch of other movies. But I, I don't know. He, he, he's never really done it for me. It took him so long. What, what award didn't he win again? I don't even know. Like... I don't even know what award he didn't win. It took him forever to win uh, an award. And I'm like, well, maybe that's a sign that he's actually not that great of an actor. Let's see. Leo. Uh, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio. Which award was it? Wins uh, an Oscar. That's what I thought it was. So so he finally won uh, an Oscar. It's like, maybe he's just not that good. Maybe that's why it took him so long to win a fucking Oscar. Like, he's never done it. You know, he was in Growing Pains with uh, Kirk Cameron. Uh, Candace Cameron's brother, the chick from Full House. I feel like Growing Pains wasn't as popular, but... He started in there, and then he, you know, he gets into movies and stuff. And he was on... uh, Titanic was definitely his claim to fame. And, you know, he's done a lot of movies since then. Everyone calls him a fantastic actor and everything. But I I don't even watch many movies with him. And the stuff I've seen him in, I'm like, all right, I'm not really that impressed, honestly. Wouldn't he be, like, in more shit if he was better? Like, I don't know. Like, when I look at good actors these days, I don't know. I, I guess I think of The Rock. Like, he's in a lot of movies of different genres and plays his roles well, like... I don't know. I, I, I think uh, Titanic really was just his claim to fame, and people are just stuck on that. And if he was actually that great of an actor, he probably would have won an Oscar earlier. I know there's people, and, and, you know, and I don't really trust any of those award ceremonies either. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it was backstage politics, this, this, and that. I, I'm sure a lot of that's probably true. I don't really know how an Oscar's really won. Uh, and I'm sure he m- maybe deserved it more than other people deserved their Oscars. But, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's uh, anything special, in my opinion. I don't go out of my way. I'm, I'm not when a new Leonardo... First of all, I never really hear about when new Leonardo DiCaprio movies are coming out. And when I do, I'm not like, oh man, I, a new Leonardo DiCaprio movie? I gotta freaking see that. The, the only one, and it wasn't because of him, was uh, the Tarantino... I don't even remember what it's called, the Tarantino movie uh, with Margot Robbie. The one where uh, she played Sharon Tay, and that's because I like Margot Robbie. Had nothing to do with Leonardo DiCaprio. Anyway, I just went on off on like a side tangent there. So I see this article about Nina Agdahl, who most of you probably don't know. I Like I said, I only know her because I thought she was a hot chick that was on Opie show on YouTube. Or I, get, I mean, the video is from YouTube. It was when he was on Sirius XM. Uh... She's now dating Logan Paul. I, I, I hate that I got to keep mentioning these people, but I, I guess I don't hate it either because they catch my attention. I'm like, oh, this caught my attention. I feel like I got to go talk about this with you guys. So I see they're dating, and I, I don't know if I'm surprised by this or not. Like, she's a famous model. 
I don't know if she's considered a model or a supermodel. I really don't exactly know what the difference between a model and a supermodel is. I don't know if it's how famous you are as a model. It's like once you hit a certain level of fame. Like Christy Brinkley, who I mentioned before, she dated his son. I would, I would say in her time, everyone would consider her a supermodel. It seems like everyone knew who she was. They all knew her as a model. They all thought she was drop-dead gorgeous. She's still drop-dead gorgeous. She's like 67 years old or something, 68. Let's see. I always forget her age. I know she's in her uh, late 60s. Let's see. Christy Brinkley. She is 68. So, yeah, everyone knows her as a supermodel. Everyone knew her as a supermodel. I, I don't really feel anyone is called a supermodel anymore. They're just models. Like, I guess Kendall Jenner would be considered one, right? She's super famous. She's a model. So I guess she's a supermodel, right? Gigi Hadid. Bella Hadid, right? They do the runways and shit. They're models. And I don't know if they come from a reality TV show, but I mean, Kendall Jenner definitely probably has a leg up just because she came from a super famous reality TV show. I mean, if you go straight into modeling and you get that kind of fame, then I, I, you're definitely a, a supermodel. I know Fred on the Howard Stern show years ago, he had a problem with people who were called supermodels and he didn't consider them a supermodel. He just considered them a model. But anyway, I don't really know if uh, what Nina Agdahl's considered just a regular model, a supermodel. She's hot as hell. She is uh, hot as hell. Let's see how old she is. Nina Agdahl. She is uh, 30 years old. You know what? I didn't actually... I thought she was younger. I, re- I honestly thought she was younger than that. She's from Denmark. And she is dating Logan Paul, which, I, like I was saying, I don't know if I'm surprised by that or not because Logan, you know, he's the, the Paul brothers, they're more so known for being in controversy. Now, I would say after Logan Paul's Suicide Woods thing in, in the Japanese forest... He calmed down after that. He didn't like all the controversy. Uh, you know, he's still been in controversy probably after that, but not nothing to that extent. And then uh, just the fact that he's Jake Paul's brother, Jake Paul, he's always in controversy. You think a lot of people wouldn't really want to be around that. I, I, you know, at least someone more in, I don't know if I would say she's in the mainstream world, but she she's not really in the the entertainer world, the content content creation world she she's a model but so i you know in a way i'm a little surprised by it but in a way you know the dude's pretty jacked i I, you know i think at this point he kind of has shitty hair i don't know what the fuck happened to his hair looked shitty for many years then i thought it looked pretty normal and now i think it looks shitty again that that's just my opinion on it uh but he is pretty, you know, he's athletic, he's jacked. So I'm like, all right, maybe she thinks he's good looking. And then he's got a lot of fucking money. He's got a lot of followers. She's probably like, you know what? Yeah, I'm down. She's hot as hell. So like, there's no doubt that he would want to date her. He's only, no, actually they don't have that. I was thinking, for some reason, I thought he was only like 25. And not that that'd be a huge age difference, but let's see. He's probably 28 or something. Uh, Logan Paul is 27. Sorry, they only got a few year age difference. I I know this rumor kind of circulated, uh, I don't know, a while ago, and I just 
didn't really care, so I never thought about it, talked about it, but looks like it is pretty confirmed now. Logan Paul does date some hot chicks, so does his brother. I mean, I guess that's part of the territory of being famous and athletic and shit. His brother is dating or was dating some really hot chick, Julia Rose. He dated Josie Canseco. Dated another chick. I don't remember her name at all. I remember I saw her in a YouTube video with him. They adopted a pig. And I thought she was hot from what I remember. Now, I'm curious. I did see him say one day that he was going on a date with a MILF. And I'm curious who that is. I feel like he even said she was in Playboy. I was like, this lucky motherfucker. Is that is that just what it's like to live? Like, you know, as just a famous YouTuber? Like, is, should I have gotten into YouTubing? Like, I like doing a show and stuff. Maybe I shouldn't... So, like, that's why I did a podcast. But maybe I should have done YouTube. Like, that's what you get. I was like... Someone... I think I saw someone said, like, oh, it might have been Brooke Burke. And I'm like, it better not have been Brooke Burke. Because... That that would life would just be too unfair if it were Brooke Burke. Anyway, I don't know why the fuck I know so much about. It. You know, I, I like to keep up with the radio and the podcast industry, so I'll check out yeah, as pretty much as many podcasts and radio shows I could check out. And I, I don't know, I shouldn't know this this much about this guy, but they do kind. Of, they are pretty uh, polarizing. You know, they they kind of dominated the internet. Him and his brother. They're always all over the place. They're always trending, especially Jake Paul. And it's kind of impossible. But you know what's still funny about these internet stars? I I, I really say this about PewDiePie. He's a, I don't think he's the number one YouTuber anymore, but I think he's still like number two. I think technically he's still the number one YouTuber, but he's the number two channel now. I think the first one, it's not an individual uh, content creator, whatever the fuck. You know, it's, it, it's not a YouTuber. These people, these fucking pussies, they get pissed when you call them YouTubers. I'm like, what the fuck do you want people to call you? You you really want to be called a content creator that'll make you feel better about yourself? Like, shut the fuck up. But anyway, uh, uh, PewDiePie, number one uh, YouTuber, now I guess not number two YouTuber. He, I don't remember, hundreds of millions, I really don't remember. Lots of fucking uh, subscribers, let me see. PewDiePie, uh, so, ah, I don't care about your age, dude. PewDiePie subscribers, let's see how many he's got. It says 111 million subscribers. Number one, so you you hear about a lot of YouTubers that trend and shit, and I don't know, you know, it's like they don't have nearly that many subscribers. But then you got PewDiePie, who has the most. You could probably go to your neighbor. I could probably go to anyone in my neighborhood. I'm, I'm not going to say none of them. But I don't think half of them will know who PewDiePie is. It's funny how the internet works that way. It's the same, and, you know, I feel Logan Paul and his brother, you know, Jake Paul. And to an extent, they're the same. Now, one episode of his podcast that I actually did watch a decent portion of was one with Triple H because I've always thought professional wrestling was funny. And when he said, what do you, one of them asked, like, they were like, what do you think of Jake Paul's brother joining WWE or like, 
what something like that. Triple H was like, honestly, I never heard of him before this. And I, I think that's honestly the case with a lot of people. However, for Logan Paul, uh, not having nearly as many subscribers as PewDiePie, he's got 23 million. So not nearly as many subscribers on YouTube as uh, PewDiePie. He's more known than uh, PewDiePie. I would say you go to people in my neighborhood, at least 50% probably know who he is. Again, my percentages could be off of both, but I just feel I like so many people I know don't know who PewDiePie is. I've never, I, I think PewDiePie's videos are about video, video games and stuff, so that's very niche. But still, when you got that many subscribers, you think the average person would be like, yeah, no, I've heard of him before. Where I, I really feel it's not the case. And a lot of these internet personalities, they bash on mainstream media, which they mainstream media definitely deserves to be bashed on. But I feel that is actually why most people know who Logan Paul and Jake Paul is. They not only trend on the internet, the news talks about them. When the, Jake, when the uh, Logan Paul thing happened in the suicide woods and uh, the Japanese suicide force, whatever, the mainstream media was talking about it. The news was talking about it. You know, the... The mainstream news sources were making it go viral on the internet. You know, CNN was probably shooting articles out about it. Everyone was. So as much as I could say, like, oh, mainstream media is dead, I feel like that's actually what's making this guy know. Same with his brother. They all talk about it on the internet. The sports people talk about it with their boxing matches. Like, I don't know. It, I fi- I'm just saying this because I find it interesting how someone like PewDiePie or even Logan Paul here with 23 million subscribers, that's a fuck ton of subscribers. You'd think they'd be even more famous than they are. you think they'd be more mainstream. I feel like they're, like, even though they're super famous, they're not, like, really mainstream. Like, you, you wouldn't picture them, I don't know, hanging with Scarlett Johansson or something. Not saying that uh, more people watch her than him. Even though I'm sure they do. Marvel's kind of a huge fucking industry and everyone sees those movies, but... I don't know. Anyway, that was just a big tangent I went on. (laughs) Just because I was shocked. uh, Or, I shouldn't say shocked. Just because I saw that Logan Paul's dating Nina Agdahl and I was like, huh. You know, I thought I heard something about this. I guess I'll talk about this later. Alrighty, that's uh, the uh, end of my tangent there. We're going to go on to the first uh, subject here, and this is about Meghan Markle. Uh, She started a podcast. She didn't just start it. I mean, it's through Spotify from what I hear. They're paying her. I'm sure they're paying her fuck tons of money. And I, you know, I didn't listen to it. I'm not, I wasn't going to go to an episode, listen to it and have something to uh, troll on. Should it probably be fun, but no, I was just like, I I don't want to be either bored out of my mind that long or just hear her shit. Because like I've said many times before, these, these mainstream people that weren't supposed to be hosting radio shows or podcasts that are hosting, they all suck. They are all terrible. So, it probably sucks. Apparently, it's number one on Spotify for now. I mean, Joe Rogan will probably be number one on there again. And, uh, 
you know, it's just because it came out. Everyone wants to hear what she has to say and shit. But it, it I don't know. From what I hear, people are saying it sucks. Like, people are kind of, like, disgusted with this podcast. So, I do got this article here. We'll see what it says. I think it's got a short clip of her talking. Let's see. Article says, hey, it's me. I'm just excited to be myself and talk and be unfiltered. It's fun. Oh, be unfiltered. What does that mean for Meghan Markle to be unfiltered? She going to be saying all sorts of swear words? Ooh. She going to be saying some vulgar shit? Royal family braces for more revelations as Megan says people can get to know the real me they've never gotten to know. A new Archetypes podcast launched today. Let's see. That was a few days ago this article was released. So by the time you're listening to this, if you'd have any interest in listening to Megan Markle's shitty podcast, it is definitely out by now. It appears it's called Archetypes. Let's see what this article has to say about it. Meghan Markle has declared that she is going to be myself and talk and be unfiltered in her new Spotify podcast and a hint that she is planning on dropping more truth bombs about the royal family. Ooh. Just hours after firing a new broadside at the Windsors. In a new video promoting her long-awaited Archetypes podcast, which was taken two years to get off the ground after the Sussexes signed a lucrative deal with the audio streaming giant estimated to be worth about 18 million, is that euros? After they quit royal duties, the Duchess said people should expect the real me in this and probably the me that they've never gotten to know. It's interesting, you know, it's, it, it didn't need to take 18 million euros, dollars, whatever the fuck it was. To start a podcast, if you, you know, if you really wanted people to know the real you, you know, you could just, you, you got the money, I'm sure. You could, could have just gotten a microphone, signed up on a hosting service and started the Meghan Markle podcast or archetypes or whatever the fuck you want to call it and get people to know the real you, you know, if it really bothers you that much. It, it, I don't think you really care about people knowing the real you. I think you're like, wow, this is a lot of fucking money D- just to talk. What is it? An hour? One, you know, one hour a week. I mean, you know, I do one hour a week, but I'd love to do this daily for like three hours a fucking day. She said, certainly not in the past uh, few years where everything is through the lens of the media as opposed to, hey, it's me. I'm just excited to be myself and talk and be unfiltered. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, again, you didn't need, like, you could have done this. Like, you, you didn't need Spotify. You know, it's nice that Spotify uh, did this. But you, you didn't need it. Again, I think it's about the money, and I wouldn't blame her if it's for the money, but stop making it trying to sound like you want people to just know you and you could have fun and be unfiltered. No, you're like, just say, fuck yeah, I'm making $18 million from talking for an hour a week. I, I think we'd all get it. It comes after the former suit star... Uh, also hit out at those who criticized her for being ambitious when she started dating Prince Harry. During a wide-ranging discussion on the new episode with her close friend, U.S. tennis great Serena Williams. And she also shared the trauma of how son Archie narrowly escaped a fire in his bedroom on the Sussex's royal tour to South Africa. Well, that sounds terrifying. 
The podcast comes ahead of the Duke and Duchess return uh, to the UK next month for events in Manchester and London before heading to Germany. Megan, who now lives in California with Harry and their two children after the couple quit as senior working royals at the start of 2020 also. So, see, I didn't know that they were, uh, they had two kids. I knew they had one. I didn't know they had two. All right, here's the um, video of her talking for the 19 seconds. Let's see what she's got to say here. She's on a couch. Looks like a pretty fucking expensive microphone she's got next to her. I wonder what Spotify does for these people that they sign to podcasts. Like, is this her house right now? Is there, or is this some room at a Spotify facility or like... What if you wanted to have, like, a nice studio? Like, does Spotify have studios? I know they have buildings. You think they'd invest in, like, some, like, nice-ass fucking podcast studios? Maybe start Spotify Radio. Not that dumbass Spotify Live shit. Actual, like, radio stations, like a Sirius XM. But I guess for free, kind of like Apple Radio. And have it live. I, I don't know. I feel like there's so much room for Spotify. They want to be the number one audio streaming giant, whatever. Yet, I feel they could... There's so much stuff they're missing, and I don't know why they're missing it. But anyway, it's just like... any This studio she's in, whatever it is, if it's her bedroom, she's just sitting on a couch with a mic in front. It's just not impressing me. And everyone likes to watch podcasts now, and I, I don't get it. Like, it, you know, if it's something exciting... And they're doing bits and stuff, and you're like, oh, I'd like to see that. All right, I could definitely see putting videos out of that a thousand percent. But she's just going to be sitting on her couch shooting the shit with someone for an hour. Like, I'm not interested in watching that. I mean, with her, I'm probably not interested in listening to it either. But there's nothing that's like, huh, I should sit down for an hour of my day and just watch her talk on her couch. Just, I don't know. All right, let's see what she's got to say in this video. People should expect the real me in this and probably the me that they've never gotten to know. All right, so I, I know I keep kind of commenting on this. Why, though, on, you know, she's got social media and stuff. Why doesn't, like, if she's that concerned about that, which, again, I don't believe she is. I think it upsets her. I think it upsets anyone when their name is just thrown through the trash, through the media and stuff. But, I, you know, if... Like, why don't you post some stuff where people are like, oh, damn, she just seems like a cool person on social media. You know, because she has social media. If you don't have it, then I understand where it's like, well, I can't really do that, but I'm sure she has it, right? She probably has Instagram and Twitter. I feel like she, you know, she's really trying to make this about how people don't know the real her. And it's like, well, I feel like you could have had some attempts for people to know the real you if that really bothered you. I don't know. Certainly not in the past few years, um, where everything is through the lens of the media, as opposed to, hey, it's me. I'm hey, just excited to be myself and talk and be unfiltered. And yeah, it's fun. See, are we really supposed to know the real her? I, you know, she's an actor. She's not like a radio personality, a TV personality. She's really not a podcast host, just because she has a podcast now. And she, you know, she's not a podcast host. Like I said, she, she did it for the money. Are we really supposed to know the real her? Isn't that like the fun with actors? Like that we don't really know them. Like they play parts in movies. We might see them as guests on shows and that's where it's like fun to kind of see them. But we're not really supposed to know that. It's kind of like, you know, I was talking about wrestling before. 
I don't want to know who the wrestlers really are. They're supposed to be in character when I see them. Like, come on. Why, why, why are they, you know, I don't know. I guess social media has just people, you know, people so anxious. These Everyone's just always stressed out from social media. I say just get rid of the fucking shit. Just get rid of it. At least a podcast, it's a show. I mean, people could leave reviews, but it's not like YouTube, which where you comment, someone could leave a comment on your comment, and then it's just, everyone just starts arguing. Instagram and Twitter are just toxic as fuck. Just get rid of it. I mean, I saw Tom Holland, uh, the dude that played Spider-Man, the young one. He said he was getting rid of social media for a while because it was just stressing him out too much. It's like, dude, just get rid of it. Don't go back. Like, especially, I mean, did you need social media to even get the role of Spider-Man? Like, you could just be an actor, dude. You, you, you don't need the social media. You're making a lot of money. As far as I know, you still have a, a girlfriend. You're dating Zendaya, right? So, you, you know, you're famous enough now, too, where you could definitely get into social scenes where you could just hang with people, meet females if you don't have a girlfriend anymore. Like, you, you don't need... The, I don't know. It's a social media shit just pisses me the fuck off. I don't believe the world is ever supposed to be that connected. I really don't. You know, it's like... People would live where they want to live. Might vacation there. Be like, oh, I like this, but I want to live there. This and that. Now you got people from completely different parts of the country, world, whatever. Completely different views. That will never, ever, ever agree with each other. No matter what they could do to try to make their points. It just will never happen. So those people shouldn't be in contact all the time. Is it through the internet? I'm sure if they even met in person... Instead of the internet, they could probably be civil. But they see each other on the internet and then everyone becomes a tough guy. And then you just have trolls on there. And there will always be trolls. They will never go away. And so, honestly, the trolls could be funny. The trolls could be entertaining. But a lot of people can't handle the trolls. And I think that's what uh, happened to Tom Holland. I think that's probably what bothers Meghan Markle. And then there's people that aren't even trolls that are just kind of judgy all the fucking time. That's just the name of the game. Once you're out in the public. Must suck, but... I don't know. I guess it's what they signed up for, right? If y'all like it, like Tom Holland did, get the fuck off the social media. Used to be the magazine companies, from what I hear. They used to just bash on the celebrities. But... I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people, though, that would bash magazine companies and be like, hey, they like they shouldn't be saying that shit about those celebrities and stuff. You know, like, that's just fucked up. Even though those people probably talk shit about the celebrities anyway. But I feel like a lot of people would be against the magazine companies for talking shit, slandering, this and that. Now, though, it's just the people that are making their own assumptions and putting it on the internet. I don't know. I feel like the magazine companies are probably easier to ignore instead of just getting on your phone and seeing everyone just trash you. I don't know. Can't be fun. However, I still don't think that uh, this is why Meghan Markle's doing this uh, podcast. I think it bothers her to an extent, but I don't think she's like, wow, this is my opportunity to really show people the real me. I think it was, wow, 18 million bucks? Sure, I'll do a podcast for you. 
Let me see. I think that was pretty much the end of that article there. I want to see what some people have to uh, say here. Oh, no, there's more of the article. But I just want to go to see what the people have to say. I don't need to read through the rest of this shit. Uh, let me see. Holy fuck, long-ass article. I thought I was the end of it, but up there. Okay. This says, why can't she be referred to as Lady Dumberton? She hates that title due to her ignorance. She thinks it is dumb. Let's see. Aside from the fact that there is no real Megan, she's 100% fake. None of us want to get to know any more of her than we already, alas, do. This says, Spotify must be overjoyed at all the ridicule. Yeah, from what I heard, people are saying it wasn't a good episode that she released. People didn't like the way, I guess, she talked. Not like, like her voice or anything, like, you know, the content she put out. Let's see. Uh, PH puts a ring on its finger, and now it thinks we care what it has to say. It was awful. It was as awful as it sounds. Let's see. Insufferable to us common folk. Yeah, see, everyone's saying it sucks. I mean, no matter how bad it sucks, I would never blame anyone for taking the 18 million box and doing a shitty show. Like, you'll get ridiculed, but it's like, yeah, but look at all this money I got. It's like, well, can't blame anyone for doing that. Could do the worst show in the world, and even if you're getting made fun of every day for doing a shitty show, it's like, yep, but I'm, I'm going to be living comfortably off this shitty show. But again, she probably already has a lot of money, right? So it's not like she really needed it, right? Let's see. Uh, why is she still called the Duchess of Sussex when Sussex is a place in the UK and she doesn't even live there or do anything in the UK? This person says, ridiculous, isn't it? But she clings onto that title for dear life even though she criticizes the RF. She's a disgrace to the UK. Let's see. It's a shame she presents herself beautifully and her voice, demeanor, and smile are lovely, but there it ends. I mean, yeah, she's pretty hot, this chick. I mean, I feel like that doesn't get enough attention in itself. It's like, she is a very beautiful woman. I feel like I never really feel pe- hear people talk about that. They just kind of uh, talk about it. Personally, I don't know too much about her, though, because I don't really care. I mean, she's from the U.S., and she clearly lives here again. But I don't really pay too much attention to what goes on in the UK. It's like, that's their business. If something big happens, you know, I'll read about it and stuff. But I'm not going to, like, look into these people every day. It's like, I don't know. It's not my thing. Just like I don't think a lot of... I think it's kind of weird when people from uh, other countries just look at people from the US and it's like their life. It's like, no, it's like, I don't know. I'm more so lucky, even though she is in our country again, so I guess maybe I should read into her more, but I probably won't. She doesn't entertain me enough. Let's see. She doesn't realize the problem. We know the real her, and we don't like it. I mean, I don't know the real her. I don't think the podcast would show me the real her. I think I'd have to actually get have to get to know her, go out, get some dinner with her, maybe see a movie. Made me kiss a little. Nah. Okay. She's married. Come on. Calm down, folks. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of that uh, article. I 
I don't know. Just talked about it because I know everyone seems to talk about her. Like I said, I really don't know much about her. I know she was an actress. She married this Prince Henry guy. Everyone talked about them, and I just don't care. Am I supposed to care more about this, people? Tell me if, I, tell me if I'm supposed to care about this more, and if I am, well, why the hell am I supposed to care about this? I mean, everyone, like, bashes on, uh, I don't know. Well, I will say I talked about Logan Paul. Everyone bashes the, the Paul brothers, like, why would you give them the time of day, Logan, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's like, they do, they're, they're from the U.S., so they do shit in the U.S. I, I you know, box, the boxing matches, everything, I... I mean, there's some, it's, that's something that entertains me. Like, what does she do that's going to entertain me? I don't give a fuck who she's married to. What's supposed to, you know, what's supposed to make her that big? If she never got married to this guy, she'd be nothing. She'd be like, you know, what, a D-list actress? So that's just still how I look at her, as a D-list actress. Maybe if she was married to one of Trump's, sons or by a Biden son or something that maybe I'd look into her more. I mean, what goes on in the UK, you know, I'll be aware of the, of who she is, but don't look into it. But again, she doesn't live there anymore. She lives here now. Okay. That's the end of my rant with her. There is a picture of her here. She looks very, very, very hot in it. But, uh, that's about where it ends with me. I never have really heard her talk too much before. Probably won't listen to the podcast. We'll just leave it at, uh, I think she's a good-looking chick. And that's about it. Okie dokes. Going on to my uh, last topic here. And it is about Joe Rogan. He had Mark Zuckerberg on his podcast the other day. Mark Zuckerberg, the guy that owns Facebook. I think, I don't know, I mean... That should be a big one, right? Is Facebook as big as it used to be? I feel like it was huge. Obviously, like MySpace was the big one originally. Then it was Facebook. Then it was Twitter. Now I feel it's Instagram. Is Facebook really still that big? Like, I feel like the way people talk about it, they make it sound like it's still like the number one social media platform. But then you talk to other people and they're like, dude, Facebook's fucking dead. To me, I, I think it feels dead. I'll hear about people saying, uh, I even think Twitter is not as popular as it used to be. But you'll still hear, oh, did you hear what this celebrity or something tweeted out? Did you hear what that person tweeted out? It's like, all right, so Twitter's still relevant to an, ex- uh, to an extent. Then you have Instagram that I think is very relevant. But like, when was the last time, you know, be- just because a lot of people like to look at pictures and videos, I guess. So it's like, oh, do you see this picture that this hot chick put up on Instagram or something? But then you have Facebook. When was the last time you heard? I don't even really remember even in its prime hearing people say, oh, do you see what this celebrity posted on Facebook? Was that ever really a thing? Like, I always remember Facebook being more, like you had to add friends on there. It wasn't, like, I know people had public pages on there, but... I don't really remember Facebook being, like, the place for celebrities. Like, I feel like Twitter and Instagram where people just followed these people's public pages was more of a the thing. But for the individual users, is is it still that uh, big anymore? 
Like, why are the, why are, you know, for the people that do say Facebook's dead, why is this company not, like, failed yet then? I feel like companies, like, you would always hear that they would, you know, after, you know, every company sooner or later fails and shuts down, closes down or something. Doesn't it feel like Facebook's been around too long now? Like, why didn't MySpace make it longer? I'd like to see Facebook just go personally and not have another one replace it, try to replace it. Like, let's just start getting these out of the way, making them fads. Like, I don't know. My parents grew up with fads and stuff, even though some of them are back, like vinyls and stuff. But you'd hear, oh, man, that was popular when I was a kid. That was popular when I was a kid. Like, I'd like to just have it be that time where we could say, man, remember when Facebook was popular? Remember when Twitter was popular? Just get that fucking shit out of here. Again, back on a social media rant. But, um, I don't know. I remember one of the fads that I actually do miss was uh, before the smartphones, we had the dumb phones. I had a Voyager. Anyone have one of those? The Voyager, the Envy? I had a Voyager. The one, it had the touchscreen on the front, the QWERTY keyboard. Once you flipped it open, that was a sexy phone. I never had T-Mobile. But man, I wish I did just so I could have gotten that sidekick. That was such a sexy phone. My God. I'd like to, uh, yeah, I'd like those to make a comeback. Like, fuck the data packages. I know no one could live without that shit now. Everyone's just obsessed with their smartphones. That was actually nice, though, when, when you did have a smart, when you did have a dumb phone and people couldn't just be obsessed with Facebook and Instagram and Twitter on their phone all day. Like, they, even if they were texting, like, you know, you put your phone back in your pocket, you do shit, and then you couldn't go on social media till you actually got home and signed on to the computer. I miss the dumb phones. But they were a fad now. The smartphones are out, and I think they'll stay longer. But anyway, uh, Z- uh, Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan podcast, and I got to be honest with you, he really seems like a schemy asshole. Like, I didn't trust a fucking word he says. There's nothing in there where I was like, oh, wow, good thing he went on. He really explained himself. I'm like, no, I don't trust this guy anymore. In fact, I probably trust him less now. After see, I, I didn't watch the full episode. They put a clip up on YouTube. There's only one clip. It's ever since Rogan went to Spotify, he, they only put like one to three clips up. But uh, I watched it because... Uh, the, the title of it interested me. Mark Zuckerberg answers to Facebook's moderation of controversial content. So I'm like, oh, let's see what they got to say. I wish that uh, Rogan would have had Tim Pool on. Because the only episode I never finished, but that I got close to finishing of the jo- of Joe Rogan show, was the one where he had Jack Dorsey from Twitter and I for one of his lawyers on uh, with Tim Pool. And, I you know, I really liked seeing Tim Pool call them out on shit. He see, he was very knowledgeable, you know, and he I felt putting them in tight corners. And then when Twitter tried, you know, making their points, it was good seeing when Twitter clearly lied, how you go back to that video, or, you know, Jack Dorsey, the people from Twitter lied, you go back to that video, and it's like, wow, they really lied. So I would have liked him to be there, because I feel he really would have been on his game. And it's not like they really had a gang up on them. Just call them out when they need to be called out. I feel like, I, again, I didn't watch the full episode. Just from this uh, clip, Rogan could have called them out quite a bit more. Let's see what uh, 
this clip has to say here. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's like 14, 15 minutes, but... An experience. When we take down something that that we're not supposed to... See, I feel like this is a pretty simple uh, statement he's like about to make, and he's even trying to think of a way to say it, which it, it's like, dude, just say it. Like, to me, that's like, is he already trying to like hide something? Like, is he lying about this? Is he... Here, you know, I'll just play it real quick. I mean, that that is like... Oh, I, I mean, that's the worst. I mean, How that's... You, like, all right, so he, he's saying it's the worst, but is he lying? Is he like, no, we, we actually like that? Like, why did... Why was it such a struggle for him to say that? Like, discern. Like how, like say like these Christian Facebook pages, I, I don't know how they found out that 19 of 20 were fake, but if someone just says I am Bob Smith and mm -hmm. they post as Bob Smith and they have a photograph and they, but really what they're doing is trying to uh, talk shit about Joe Biden and get people to vote <laughs> Republican in the midterms. Like how, what, how do you know whether someone's real or not? Like this is the big argument with Elon mm -hmm. and Twitter. Because Elon asked Twitter, like, what percentage of your yeah. website is filled with bots? And they say 5%. And he says, I don't believe you. I think it's higher. I mean, I think it's higher, too. For sure. I, I, 5% just way too fucking low. Come on. And let's find out how you've come to this conclusion. Yeah. And, you know, they're, uh, I believe they said that they just took 100 random Twitter pages and looked at the interaction and there's... You ever think uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, even though they're competitors, are actually friends behind the scenes? That's something that I, I honestly do kind of think a lot with politicians and, um, and you know, and these big, you know, comp you know, business guys now that they're actually friends behind the scenes, even though there's competitors where I feel like back in the day, they were really competitors and that's what drove businesses like so great. And like, it's like, oh, we want to be the first to do this, the best of this. And now they're just like, no, let's just work together and try to fuck everyone. I don't know. That's just my two cents on that. There's some sort of yeah. an algorithm they applied to it. But how do you discern? Yeah. So, I mean, I think estimating the overall. Yeah, I fucking hate the way this guy talks. Like, he's trying to talk like he's smart. Like, do you really talk like that in real life? Like, I'm sure he does just because he wants everyone just to, like, think he's smart. But, like, I, I don't believe that's how you could actually talk naturally. Like, boo -boo, I don't know. That's what it sounded like to me. Prevalence is, is one thing, but I think that the question of you know, looking at a page and is this page authentic, I think that there's a bunch of signals around that. One of the things that we try to do is for large pages, we try to make sure that we know who the admin of that page is. We don't necessarily, if you should be able to run an anonymous page. You don't necessarily need to out yourself and say who you are running it, but we want to make sure that we sort of have like an identity for that person on file so that way we know, it, it, like at least behind the scenes, that that person is real. Um, for certain political things, I think having a sense of what country they're originating from, I mean, some of that you can do just by looking at where their server traffic comes from, like is the IP address coming from Romania or, you know, is, or, mm -hmm. um, yeah, because if, it, if it's like an ad in some other country's election, then, you know, you probably want to make sure that, I'm curious how, what what made him want to go on Joe Rogan's show. I'm curious if he reached out to Rogan and was like, hey, I'd like to go on your show. Or if Rogan's been trying to get him for a while and he's finally like, all right, I'll go on. Because, you know, he, so he had to go down to Austin, Texas. This kind of makes me think something bad is going to be released or something. And he was trying to get stuff out of the way. 
like kind of talk about it. I mean, like we heard on the like he talked. Well, we'll get you know it, it, they say it in this clip at, at least. Uh, they talk about the FBI, and it, that made the news because he said apparently the FBI contacted him or his company. And I wonder if that was like gonna be. And I wonder if that's not allowed or something or not supposed to be like that. I don't know. And that was gonna be released. And he was like, "All right, let's get this out there." But we'll instead of me just like posting it on social media, we'll go on Joe Rogan's show. So maybe I could see more relatable or something. But he's not coming off relatable to me whatsoever at all in this interview. In fact, it seems like he almost prepared for this, like a conversation. Like I don't wouldn't say Rogan's really one that tries to. Uh, really get people, you know, but he, he sounds like very prepared. I don't know. That ad is, is, um, you know, especially in countries that have laws around that are, are like, are coming from someone who's a valid citizen or yeah. like at least in that place. So there, there's a bunch of, I think, I don't want one theme in my worldview around this stuff. And when it gets to some of the stuff that we talked about before is like, I don't think that this stuff is black and white or that you're ever going to have like a perfect AI system um, I think it's all trade-offs all the way down, right? And it's and and you could you could either you could build a system and you can either be overly aggressive and capture a higher percent of the bad guys, but then also by accident take out some number of good guys, or you could be a little more lenient and um, say, okay, no, the cost of taking out any number of good guys is too high, so we're gonna tolerate having you know just a, a little bit more like more bad guys on the on the system. These See, is it really his job, though, to take out the bad guys? Like, he's a business guy, so in my head, isn't it his job to take out... I mean, isn't it, isn't it his job to make money? Like, all right, if there's something extraordinarily, like, obvious on there, like someone's threatening someone or something like that, of course. And that shouldn't just be a, like, oh, we're taking you off our website. That's, oh, you're going to be in trouble with the law. But they're clearly, they've censored things that, I, like, the average person doesn't think should be censored. Not just his, you know, his website, Twitter also. You know, a lot of these social media pages. They're censoring things that literally the average person d- thinks should not be censored. It's like a very small group of woke people that think they should be censored. So, I, I you know, I don't necessarily believe it's his job to take out the bad guys or anything. It's like, no... It's your job to make money. Now, it is your company. It's your business. So if you want to do that, then just say, yeah, no, that's what we're going to do. And honestly, be honest about it. You know, people will still be pissed at you, but I'd have more respect if you're just like, no, honestly, I just don't like seeing that stuff. I I don't want it on my website. Go to another one. I'll have no, you know, I have no problem looking at your uh, posts on other websites. I probably just won't look at them at all. I personally don't want it on my company, you know, my website. You know, people will still be like, well, go fuck yourself. But, I mean, at least you're being honest there. Right now, I feel you're just trying to say, you know, you're trying to say, oh, we're trying to be fair. But in reality, I don't think anyone's buying that. I don't know. Let's see what else he's got to say. These are values questions right around what what do you value more? Um, and and those are those are super tricky questions. And. Part of what I've struggled with around this is I didn't get into this to basically judge those things. I got in. What did you get into it for? Let's hear. To this, to design technology that helps people connect. 
I, that, that's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, I, again, I think he got into it for money, right? If you didn't get into this for money, that is weird. Why, why do you want people to be connected like that? See, I, I'm the, I don't think people should be that connected. I already said that. I don't think people should be that connected. Why would you want just everyone and their brother just to be connected like that? Because that's only going to cause problems. Are you saying you wanted to just cause problems? You wanted to see problems? because I, Like, why? I think, which is the right answer, you wanted to make money. You knew people would be, in, you thought people at least would be intrigued by it. They could meet more people that way, be connected. And you're like, oh, we could probably make a lot of money from this. But to, to say you just wanted people to be connected, that's weird. What, why in your head, like, to me that's weird. There's nothing in my head that, was, that would be like, you know, I want to make a platform that would introduce strangers to other strangers. You know, I, I don't know. I was always told, don't talk to strangers. All right, let's see what else he's got to say. Right, it's like, mm-hmm. and, and like, the, I mean, you could probably tell when we spent the first hour talking about the metaverse and the future of basically building this whole technology roadmap to basically give people this realistic sense of presence. It's like, that's what I'm here to do, right? Um, that's weird. It's this whole thing that's like arbitrating what is okay and what is not. I obviously have to be involved in that because this is at some level, you know, I run the company and, um, all right, at least there it's like a little honesty. Well, I got to be involved in that. So he is saying he's involved. I feel like there's a lot of people that's like, I'm not involved. I let other people handle that shit. You know, he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm involved in that. He's like, I want, there's certain people I want to censor the shit out of them. And I, I can't just abdicate that, but, but I, I also don't think that as a matter of governance, you want all of that decision-making vested in one individual. Of so course I think not. one of the things that... But I think he's only saying that because he just doesn't want the flack when it's his decision If he, when, when he censors someone because he knows he'll just get trashed for it. But I think he does want it to be his, you know, decision of, you know. Our country and our government gets right is the separation of powers. So, you know, one of the things that I try to create is we created this oversight board. It's an independent board with that basically we, we appointed people whose kind of paramount value is free expression, but they also val- balance that with things like when is there going to be real harm to others um, in terms of safety or privacy or other other human rights issues. And, and basically that board, people in our community can appeal cases. I'm skipping a little bit. Not us. So in a way... I actually think that that is a that makes these decisions or governance than having just a team internally that makes these decisions or, you know. All right, we're just, I'm just going to stop it there. All right, so uh, some things oh, I did watch this before. He said he has a third party that kind of makes these uh, censoring decisions. Like, he doesn't want his company to be the one that, that fact checks and everything. He wants another company to do that because... Then they can't. He pretty much they can't get in trouble. If if another company is fact checking and they're like, "All right, you could censor this because it's not right." Then if they do censor it, they could be like, "Well, no, we had this company fact check for us." But really, how do you how do you know if that company's biased or not? And he even says something about how you don't know if they're biased. But I mean, one, you should look into it and. To, you know, I mean, that that is a hard thing. That's why it's kind of easier to let people honestly say what they want to say, right? And if it's something that is actually dangerous, then not only do you take them off the website, you report them to the authorities, right? 
Like, no one should be physically hurting each other. I don't know. I talk, I, you know, I talked about the FBI thing. He said they reached out uh, to him and stuff. That That's really catching the, uh, the news right now. Uh, he was also said, what was it? That, um, with the, what was it now? I, I think it was the Hunter Biden, uh, laptop thing that they didn't necessarily censor. He, he talked about Twitter. He was like, well, Twitter took a day. Like, I think trying to like kind of put Twitter down a little bit. Twitter just wouldn't let you talk about it at all. We would let you post it and everything. But we would lower the distribution on it. And R- Rogan literally said, Man, I, w- I wish we could have gotten to that part. Let me see. Let's see. This might be it right here. It just happens on our platform. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during yeah, here the election is. because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Yeah, we too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? <laughs> he just says it so calmly. So you guys censored that as well? And, and then instead of saying, like, yes, no, like, he tries to, like, go around the question, Zuckerberg. So we took a different path than Twitter. Oh, Jesus. Why, that's not a yes or no. That's not, no, we didn't censor it, blah, blah, you know. It's like, well, we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us some some folks on our team. It was like, hey, uh, again, are they, are they allowed to do that? Um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. He's trying to make his company sound like the morally higher company. Hey, they're like, you can't talk about this, but look at us. You could talk about it on here, but we're just not going to let anyone see it. What we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. I talked and about that. For the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It Basically, the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely... By what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it. I feel like he's got to have a rough estimate there. I And I feel like it's pretty much no distribution. You just put it on your page, and if people go to your particular page, they could see it. I, I you know, I highly doubt that, you know, it, it probably goes from like, you know, whatever the normal number is down to like 5%, 10%. I, I don't believe that it's much. Maybe if a few of the people that like, they know you are in contact with a lot on Facebook, they'll still be able to see it because that would just be like, you know, too weird if uh, they didn't let those people see it. But I think it probably goes down a ton. It's 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 meaningful, but I mean, but basically, a um, a lot of people are still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a 
hyper-political issues. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which... All right, so that's all I'm going to play then. So, you know, he's pretty much saying, yeah, we're going to try to look like good people by not... Uh, by, by still letting you post it, but we're just not going to let other people really see what you posted. Now, if other people see it, they could share it. But then what happens when they share it? Then it doesn't get distributed. On their, you know, I don't know. This did not, I feel like there's some interviews, you know, could be Rogan interviews, could be Howard Stern ones, where you see a person that you might not really like, and then after the interview, you're like, oh, you know, they actually seem like a good dude. There's something that still seems weird about Zuckerberg to me. And I feel there's a lot of cases where I watch interviews where I kind of do change my mind, and I'm pretty open-minded with that, but now he, he just seems... There's something up with him. I don't know. I don't trust him. Okie dokes. Well, that was my last topic. Uh, talked enough for today. So that is it. All right, so for everyone listening to the Frankie D show right now, make sure you subscribe to me, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podbean, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you subscribe to me. Keep listening to the episodes, and if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D show on Instagram and Twitter. So all you got to do is remember the Frankie D show, and you will be able to find me. Sound good? All right, I don't know if I'll be live next week. I got to be honest with you. This might be the new norm. Might be doing it pre-records, but uh, either way, the episode should keep coming out on the Tuesday nights, the pre-recorded episode. So if you are a pre-recorded listener, they will keep those episodes will keep coming. All right, sound good? All right. Uh, though, well, like I was just saying, there will be an episode next week, so... Keep looking for that. Until then, I'm out. Peace.